Chapter four. What are you good for? Hi there, Annie said cheerfully. Augusta's mother did not reply. She was staring at Jack's bare feet. Her expression made him sink down in his chair. Do not blame Eliza or me, mother, said Gertrude. These are Augusta's friends, not ours. I took pity on them, mother, said Augusta. They were wet and miserable. Her mother finally smiled. Yes, daughter, I imagine they were. It's very nice to have pity for the poor, but dirty children should not be sitting in our parlor. They were hungry, mother, said Augusta. Yes, and I see you have given them food. So it is time to take them out of the house now. Jack and Annie stood up. Jack was happy to leave. He felt like Augusta and her mother were talking about stray dogs or cats. But Augusta sat sat very still and just stared at her mother. Go on, get them out of here, Augusta, said Gertrude. They're not clean. They might even have bugs in their hair. The mere mention of bugs made Jack scalp itch. He and Annie both scratched their heads. See, said Gertrude. Augusta, her mother said in a very stern voice. Oh, all right, said Augusta, standing up. I was trying to be kind. Come with me, please, she said to Jack and Annie. I'll lead you down the lane a bit, at least past the sheepdogs. As Augusta started out of the room, her mother stopped her and pinched her shoulders. Carry yourself straight, daughter, she said. Jack couldn't imagine how the girl could carry herself any straighter. Augusta led Jack and Annie back down the dark hallway, through the fish-smelling kitchen, past the ancient butler sleeping by the fire, and the three kitchen maids and the cook. Without a word, she grabbed her red cape and pulled it around her. "'Where are you going, Miss Augusta?' asked Molly. "'I've been ordered to send these poor children back into the storm,' Augusta said. Jack and Annie forced their feet into their stiff, wet socks and boots. Augusta held the door for them, but followed them outside, slamming the door shut behind her. Even though it was still rainy and windy, Jack felt much happier outside the big house than inside it. He and Annie followed Augusta past the gates out into the lane. Augusta walked stiffly, leading them like a mother duck. "'What are we going to do about her?' Annie whispered to Jack. "'I don't know,' said Jack. "'She doesn't seem very creative or imaginative to me.'" Well, we have to inspire her. Come on, said Annie. She and Jack hurried to catch up with Augusta. Miss Augusta, said Annie, walking alongside her. Do you like to dance, sing, paint, play a musical instrument? Anything creative like that? No, said Augusta. She sounded angry. Jack figured she must be mad at her mother for kicking them out of the big house. Well, what about nature, said Annie. What about it? asked Augusta. Walking in the woods, trees, birds, does anything like that inspire you? Not anymore. I was close to nature once. I used to roam the woods with my younger brothers. They said I was like a robin with the eye of a hawk. I knew where to find the caves of the otters. I knew where to find the nests of wild birds. That is so cool, said Annie. I knew where the deer lay down to sleep. I knew the names of every tree, oak, beech, elm, hazel, larch, pine? Augusta's voice grew a little wobbly, as if she might cry. But I'm not allowed to roam the woods with my brothers anymore. Mother said it's not proper for a young lady. That's so sad, said Annie. Oh, never mind, said Augusta, lifting her chin. Let's not talk about me anymore. Let's just try instead to help the two of you. Cook said you were not good for anything. Why would she say that? They asked us if we were good at cleaning chimneys, plucking chickens, or catching rats. And we said no, said Annie. 
then you must find other ways to make yourselves useful, said Augusta, or you will never find your way in the world. Can you shear sheep? We've never tried it, said Jack. Milk cows, churn butter, weave a shawl? Augusta asked impatiently. Hunt rabbits with hounds? Oh, never that, said Annie. Jack laughed. Augusta frowned. This is nothing to laugh about. Every day you must ask yourselves, what am I good for? Actually, that was a good question, Jack thought. What was he good for? And I would like to give you a further piece of advice. Never make up stories about yourselves that aren't true. What do you mean, said Jack? You never acted in a play that Shakespeare... Uh, did, did you? Tell the truth now. We did, asked Jack. My sister was telling the truth. We were both in a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, we played wood fairies, said Annie. We had green costumes, and Jack gave a little speech, and I danced and sang. Oh, you poor dears, said Augusta. I know you only make up these wild stories because your real lives are so miserable, but... Wait a minute, wait a minute, stop, said Jack. What's wrong with you? Why do you act so snobby? "'Snobby? Me?' Augusta looked confused. "'Jack,' said Annie. "'No, I'm serious,' Jack said to Annie. "'She thinks she's better than us.' "'No, I don't,' Augusta said. "'I'm not like that at all. "'Every day I walk several miles to town "'to give cakes and clothes to poor children like yourselves. "'Yeah, that's nice, but do you think you're better than those poor children? "'You'd never want to be real friends with them, would you?' What you say about me is not true, Augusta said to Jack. I love the poor. Why, my favorite friend in the whole world is quite poor and has never been to school. Some say she's even a little cracked in the head, but I love her dearly. Who's that? asked Annie. Mary, Mary Sheridan, our old nursemaid. I'll take you to meet her. Mary will tell you the truth about me. Come along. Augusta ran from the lane and across the muddy grass, her red cape flying in the wind. Um, I don't think that you've inspired her, Annie said. I know, I'm sorry. I just couldn't take her attitude any longer, said Jack. Well, get over it, said Annie. We're supposed to help her, not annoy her. Jack and Annie followed Augusta across the grass to a small white cottage with a straw roof. Augusta banged on the door, scaring away birds eating crumbs by the front steps. Mary, Mary, it's me, Augusta, she called. Come in, my dear, a voice answered. Augusta lifted the latch and led Jack and Annie inside. Wrapped in a brown shawl, Mary Sheridan was stroking an orange cat by an open fire. She had ragged white hair and bright blue eyes. Her crooked smile revealed a few missing teeth. One in twenty welcomes on this wonderful winter day, said the old woman.